Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Chances that a biology teacher is an advocate for evolution. One out of four. How can that be? I can't imagine a biology teacher not being an advocate for evolution. I studied biology in high school over 50 years ago, 60 years ago. All these years, I thought that biology and life were somehow connected. Evolution had to do with the way life began. My teacher taught evolution. I made it to my retirement years with the thought that evolution, discovered using the scientific method, was rudimentary to all progress. It was an accepted truth that only a few reclusive folks would deny. What happened? When I was a kid, my thoughts roamed on to include ideas that when these old people die off, we will be left with only people who have been educated to rely on the scientific method and all that it offers. Now I am one of those older people, and I read, hear, and see things in the press that seem completely out of sync with science and the belief in reason. Shocking, to say the least. It's like we're going backwards in time, drifting back to the dark ages. We pick up the paper and read about global warming, that over 95% of all scientists agree that it is a major problem that demands our attention. And yet, we debate, or even ignore the problem. What's happening? I saw where a biologist, who is also a politician, was the leading spokesman for anti-climate change in the great state of Minnesota. Then I followed the article to see that his degree in biology came from a noted Bible college. I have a feeling he would also be numbered among the 5% who deny evolution. I read about people who claim they have their scientific facts and you have yours. But of course, there's only one scientific group of facts. There might be a difference of opinion, but there's only one set of scientific facts. In my darker moments, I sometimes wish on these purveyors of anti-science to be denied all scientific advancements. They would not be able to get vaccinations, operations, sanitary food, medical treatment by MDs, or magical little pills from drug companies. Then they would be denied flights, in airplanes, driving a car, or using their iPhone. Maybe this condition could be applied for only a short duration, just enough to teach someone a lesson. It isn't easy making it through life. We see things and hear things that seem absurd to us. The rejection of selective scientific thought and the reliance on selective religious faith is one with which I have a hard time. Then there's the perversion of language that seems to accompany the rejection of science and reason. We use words to distort 
and confused, fair and balanced to describe a news network that doesn't even pretend to be fair and balanced serves as the perfect example today. Then there's the argument between those that would allow women to have an abortion and those that are opposed. We could talk about them as those that favor allowing abortion or opposed to abortion, but we don't. We've invented the free to choose and the right to life. Now, what's that all about? Who could be opposed to allowing people the right to choose or allowing people the right to life? The phrases hide the issue. Confusion is intended and achieved. Today, we see the same battle over the words Medicare or Social Security or socialism, or raising taxes, death panels, or what is news and what is fake news. We see people reformulating the meaning of words to suit themselves. They twist the language. They disguise their intentions. One of my favorite perversions of the language has to do with the use of the phrase declaring war. Is it war or isn't it? How can people bomb cities, kill people by the thousands, send soldiers into other countries and not admit that war is what they're doing? How does that work? Then there's the battle over the word torture. We all know what torture is, especially when it comes to waterboarding, yet people have a nerve enough to dispute it. How can we talk to one another? Then there's the acceptance of the Supreme Court that corporations have the same rights as people. How can corporations be considered people? This perversions of the language and law was inserted by a law clerk over a hundred years ago and it is still held as valid. How's that work? I've been pushed over the edge, just when I thought we were coming together in our trust of the scientific method and life based on reason, we drift. Drift. Sometimes I think we changed course completely. Maybe I need to head back to the classroom, but I think that may be taking it a step too far. I think of the Three Stooges and the practical use of the dope slap that always seemed to straighten out the obviously stupid. Hmm. Now if I could think of a way. Here's a project for retired people. Our knowledge of history seems to be needed now more than ever. Maybe I'll have to have more conversations with my grandchildren. I know my children are set. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or a story to share, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.